the White House launches a permanent pandemic office. Federal regulators warn hospitals and telehealth companies about technology that tracks patient data. And recent tornado damage at a Pfizer plant in North Carolina highlights the fragility of the medical supply chain. It's Tuesday, July 25th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. The White House launched its Office of Pandemic Preparedness and Response Policy, or OPPR, on Friday, as well as named its inaugural director. According to the White House, the OPPR will take over the duties of the current COVID-19 response team and MPOX team and continue to coordinate and develop policies and priorities related to the government's pandemic preparedness and response. The office's establishment follows a bipartisan push from Congress last December to set up a permanent federal office. The OPPR will lead, coordinate, and implement plans to address both known and unknown biological threats and pathogens that could lead to another pandemic or significant public health disruptions in the United States. The office will also work with the Department of Health and Human Services to develop the next generation of vaccines and treatments for COVID-19 and other public health threats. The OPPR PPR is required by statute to develop and provide Congress a preparedness review and report every two years and a preparedness outlook report every five years. President Biden has tapped retired Air Force Major General Paul Friedrichs to serve as the office's first director, as well as serve as the administration's principal advisor on pandemic preparedness and response. Friedrichs currently serves as special assistant to the president and senior director for global health security and biodefense at the National Security Council. Friedrichs is a military combat surgeon and has managed responses to domestic and global public health threats, according to the White House. He will assume the role on August 7th. Federal agencies are putting healthcare providers on notice about the potential security risks associated with the technology used by many websites to track consumers' internet behavior. The Federal Trade Commission and the Department of Health and Human Services Office for Civil Rights sent a joint letter to around 130 health systems and telehealth providers warning them that third-party trackers, including Google Analytics and MetaPixel, gather identifiable information from users when they use websites or apps, often in ways that are not avoidable or are largely unknowable to users. The agencies wrote that this information could reveal sensitive patient information like health conditions, diagnoses, treatments, and more. The agencies warned that HIPAA rules apply when information that a regulated entity collects through tracking technology or discloses to third parties includes protected health information. And even entities not covered by HIPAA 
HIPAA still have an obligation to protect against impermissible disclosures of PHI under other FTC rules, like the FTC Act and the Health Breach Notification Rule. Though the letter itself did not outline any specific penalties for violating the rules, they did allude to recent FTC crackdowns on digital health companies. For example, the FTC fined drug discount app GoodRx $1.5 million in February for sharing patient data with advertisers. A study published in Health Affairs in April found that nearly 99% of hospital websites had third-party tracking technology. Pharmaceutical giant Pfizer is assessing the damage to one of its plants after severe tornado-producing storms tore through the Rocky Mount, North Carolina area last week. An EF3 tornado touched down in the area on Wednesday and caused heavy damage at the facility, including tearing off portions of the roof. Pfizer said in a statement that it's working with state, local, and federal officials, including the FDA and North Carolina's governor, to determine the extent of the damage. The site remains closed for now. So far, most of the damage is to its warehouse facility, which stores raw materials, packaging supplies, and finished medicines awaiting release by Quality Assurance. The company reported that crews are working around the clock to restore power, assess the structural integrity of the building, and move finished medicines to nearby sites for storage. Contrary to an earlier rumor, Pfizer's North Carolina facility does not manufacture or store COVID-19 vaccines or produce COVID treatments like Paxlovid. The Rocky Mount site is one of 10 Pfizer manufacturing facilities in the United States. It's responsible for producing around 25% of all Pfizer sterile injectables, including anesthesia, therapeutics, and anti-infectives. The company said this accounts for nearly 8% of all sterile injectables used in hospitals in the United States. The Food and Drug Administration said in a statement last week that while the situation is still developing, it does not expect there to be any immediate significant impacts on supply. However, Pfizer wrote in a letter to its hospital customers that it had put the inventory of many of its products on strict allocation in an effort to prevent hoarding and maintain an equitable distribution of its products. This recent disaster exemplifies the ongoing drug supply chain vulnerabilities that U.S. hospitals and physicians have grappled with for years and were exacerbated by the COVID-19 pandemic. This spring, federal lawmakers warned that ongoing supply chain issues that lead to drug shortages pose a national security risk. They recommended in a report that the U.S. invest more in domestic manufacturing, more regular assessments of risks to the supply chain by federal agencies, and for Congress to require manufacturers to report when they experience an increase in demand or export restrictions. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The GIST Healthcare Podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.